Flyers Daily with Jason Mertides. All right, here we go. It's a Thursday, December 9th edition of Flyers Daily with Jason Mertides. Flyers have now gone winless in 10 straight games as they fall to the New Jersey Devils by a final score of 3 to nothing. The fourth time in 24 games this season they've been shut out. Outshot in the game 27-25. to Unable to dent Mackenzie Blackwood at all in this game. And against the New Jersey Devils team that had lost four straight games coming into this one and nine of their last 11 and over that period of time have been giving up 4.1 shots or goals rather per game over that 11-game stretch yet they blank the Flyers in this one. To say the offensive woes continue would be an understatement. To say that maybe Monday's game against the Colorado Avalanche, where the Flyers scored five goals for the first time, more than three, for the first time in 17 games and scored five, going all the way back to October 27th against the Edmonton Oilers, that maybe that was the good that could come out of that game, that it could wake up the offense. Well, that proved false, as the Flyers are unable to get anything by Mackenzie Blackwood. And when you look at the shot chart and scoring chance chart in this game, it's not hard to figure out why. Flyers with maybe two high danger chances in the entire game. Of their 25 shots, 24 of them were from outside a high danger area or the house, which is the slot. And when you don't get shots off there, deflections, rebounds, and opportunities in that area, it is very difficult to score. And the Flyers just simply did not get opportunities from that area of the ice. Why didn't they get them from there? Well, that's a whole other equation. And Mike Yo, who you'll hear from in a couple minutes, called the Flyers game and his postgame availability safe. And I thought that was a great word to describe it. After they gave up seven goals in back-to-back games on Sunday and Monday against Tampa Bay and then Colorado, they had to accentuate defense. And to accentuate defense at, without a cost at the offensive end of the ice sometimes can come off as, quote, safe. And it's a good word because if you are too aggressive in your attack offensively, then the play can go the other way. You can get guys caught, and then then you're not playing your defensive game. And the Flyers just simply did not get in on it offensively, did not create enough sustained offensive uh, zone time to attack the New Jersey Devils. And when they did, it was far too much from the outside and not getting into the inside. So that's how you get shut out by the New Jersey Devils, a team that gave up 4.1 goals per game in the last 11 games. When things are going bad for a sports team, you're waiting for the negative shoe to drop. And right now, you feel like you can see that when you're watching the games for the Flyers. They get out of the first period, relatively even first period, For these teams, it's scoreless. You'll take that on the road all day. But the Flyers came out in the second period, only generated five shots on goal, not a lot of attempts, and New Jersey grabbed a 2-0 lead after two periods of play. And that is almost like waiting for the opposition to grab the game and for you to fall apart. And that's what's happening with this team right now. Confidence is not something that changes when a coach changes. Just because the messenger is different and the message is different doesn't all of a sudden fix the woes of a hockey team. And I looked back at when Peter Laviolette was hired. He didn't get off to a great start. It takes a little bit of time. But frankly, the Flyers are running out of time for this season to be salvaged in some way, shape, or form. Maybe that's not what this season is going to end up being. We don't know. 
But right now, it doesn't look like it can be salvaged because of the play on the ice and the fact that they've been shut out now four times in 24 games. And really, if you go back, the first time they were shut out was in game number seven of the season. So from game seven, that 4 nothing shutout against the Calgary Flames, to game 24, that's just seven shut out four times is almost an absurd number. And just as the Islanders ended their 10-game losing streak in their last game, now the Flyers have won two teams in the same division with a 10-game losing streak before we get to Christmas. I don't know if that's a record. It's not a record you want to be a part of, obviously. Uh, but the Flyers will have an opportunity Friday to end it uh, with a game against the Vegas Golden Knights as Game 2 of this three-game road trip continues in Vegas on Friday and then in Arizona on Saturday. Before we get to the Flyers head coach Mike Yo and his thoughts after the game, I, I got a DM from a guy. My DMs are open on Twitter, so I get random DMs all the time. But Chase Evans DM'd me, and he asked me this question. And I thought it was an interesting one to ponder on this episode of Flyers Daily. He said, what is the Flyers' identity at this point of the season, and do you see it changing anytime soon? Now, we talked a lot about identity in the beginning of the season and before the season, and Aline Vigneault was wearing the shirt that said something to prove. We saw a lot of that, and then he talked about the identity being a difficult team to play against. And in the beginning of the year, it looked like both of those things would ring true. This was a team that had something to prove that they were a lot closer to the team they were in the 1920 season than they were the team that was in the 2021 season. That's something to prove that you're you're closer to being a really good team in the NHL than you were a really bad team the following year. And they started out in a way proving that. And then you look at the other part of that and the identity was a team that was difficult to play against night in and night out and players sticking up for each other and having each other's back, supporting the players on and off the ice supporting the puck in the defensive zone, and all of those things. But at this point, with what's gone on over the last 10 games and and probably even a little more, about 15 games, is both of those identity traits are lost. Now, they're easy to say. It's easy to say what you want your identity to be as a sports team or as a player. But really, identity is defined by play and the way you play as a player, and the way your team plays as a collective. And if if I'm looking for the identity at this point in the season of this Flyers team, there's no identity trait that I can come up with that's positive, especially when you have a 10-game losing streak 24 games into the season. You've had this incredibly difficult task of generating good scoring chances and, by proxy, scoring goals. So if you're looking for an identity that's positive, I can't give you one. Do I see it changing anytime soon? I don't know. It's impossible to say how you know Mike Yo is going to be able to get this group to come together and find a way to win games in the absence of Joel Farabee and Ryan Ellis and others. But can they do that? Perhaps. But I don't see any evidence right now that this is a team that's ready to break out of a losing streak. Sometimes when a team struggles, you look at it and you go, okay, they're finding ways to lose games that they should probably win, but we're not seeing that right now. We're seeing a team that is finding a way to lose games that they deserve to lose. And just like you can see sometimes the teams that are winning are about to hit a rough spot because their play's not good, but they're getting a bounce here or there and they're finding ways to win – I don't see this as 
I haven't seen anything in these games that makes me go, this team's ready to break out of it right now. I mean, you could have looked at that Colorado game and said, okay, offensively, maybe they're ready to break out of it. But then they followed it up by getting shut out. And they also gave up 50 shots and seven goals in that game on back-to-back nights at home. So it doesn't look like a team that's ready to pull back on the stick and get the nose of the aircraft up. If I'm going to come up with what I think the identity of this team is right now, is it's going to be one that severely lacks confidence and is is just not playing well right now and is not ready to break out of this losing streak because we haven't seen the telltale signs that it's about to go their way. So as far as it changing anytime soon, again, sorry, Chase, I don't know. I really don't. I don't know what Friday holds. I don't know what Saturday holds in Arizona, but I know this team needs to start getting points or they're going to be playing for the offseason really soon because you're getting too far behind. You're putting too many teams between you and those wild card positions. I mean, you can already look at the top three spots in the standings in the Metropolitan Division and say, okay, that's unattainable. That's unattainable. With 58 games left, it's pretty much unattainable to catch those top three teams, Washington, Carolina, and the New York Rangers. You're looking for one of those two wild card spots. And you have when you have teams in between there too, it makes it difficult because you need too many teams to lose and there's too many games within the division or within the conference that make that possible. The math just starts to become very difficult. But let's hear from the interim head coach, Mike Yo. Here's what he had to say to the media after the game. You mentioned after you know, your first game coaching, mm-hmm. you thought you know, the energy was there, that, that you know, it wasn't perfect, obviously, but there were yeah. good things. And, yeah. What did you see tonight in that um, I would say that, uh, I mean, obviously, we scored some goals last game, thought that there's maybe some stuff to build on, and um, <clears throat> didn't see as much of that. Like, it, you could see that the players uh, are really trying to, to bear down, play, uh, play a you know a strong structured defensive game, uh, but uh, I thought we looked a little bit safe tonight in certain times. Um, <clears throat> obviously, you want to be responsible, you want to be smart, uh, but when you're safe, you end up being in between. And uh, and whether it's your defensive game and and you know you're not quite up to to have the gap to have the pressure that you need to kill those plays to recover the puck, then you're caught in a position where you're, you're, you know, you're sort of in between and you're chasing. And uh, I thought I saw some of that. Um, you know, I think the biggest thing right now is, is we've got to find a way to get ourselves executing, you know, like it's just too difficult of a game. You look at our second periods and, and uh, the struggles that we're having, it, it really all comes down to our puck play. Um, you got the long change. You have to be able to execute it. Started the first shift, the second period, you see, we couldn't get two defensemen off the ice. Um, and, uh, and so we've got to do a much better job of that, the way that we support each other. Um, uh, and then when we have the puck on our stick, you know, making the read, if you've got time and space, be ready to skate, move your feet and, uh, and obviously find your options. You've got some guys like Kuz at TK that are in some, some pretty long, uh, drops here. Can you go over videotape and, sh- you know, when they were doing well and show them like, you know, what's the difference? Yeah, no, well, no question. Uh, you know, obviously a lot of it's between the years right now. There's no there, uh, you know, I have zero doubt about that. You can see uh, the tightness and you can see if things don't go well, uh, the frustration building in the players. So, um, you know, obviously when you're, when you're, when you're like that, uh, you know, you don't move the, your feet quite as much and you can just see, uh, you know, what we have to ask of our players is, uh, we don't expect perfection. It's not going to happen. you know, like we're going to have the right intention. We have to play with urgency, desperation, all that kind of stuff. But, but again, you, you have to want the puck on your stick. 
And, uh, and that means if we have it, then you have to be skating towards it to, to give options to, uh, you know, you can't be waiting for somebody else to make a great play to spring you to open ice. We have to make sure our puck support is, is great all over the ice. And, uh, and I know we can be better at that. What did you see from Broussard? And I know you said that you want to start him on the fourth line and work on back, but obviously he played all up and down. Yeah. So what led yeah. to that? Well, Brass, uh, you know, he's such a smart player, first of all. Uh, the way he thinks the game, he puts himself in a good position. Um, but, uh, you know, he's a guy that, that you know, later in the game, we weren't generating much. Uh, him and Cam have had a lot of chemistry together. So we thought maybe we'd try to generate something there. Um, but, uh, you know, for, for us, again, he's, he's a veteran player who, who thinks the game very well and puts himself in a very good position. Mike, the other day, Chuck alluded to that 22-10 run you had with St. Louis. Yeah. What started, what, what turned it there? What you just talked about? Yeah. There? Well, if I remember correctly, like, I, I remember, like, we, we had some, some real jump. And, and at that time, I, we won a few games, but then we went on a five-game losing streak. And, uh, and so, you know, I, I think that there was a 10-game period where it took a little bit of time. And I'm not saying that, uh, that we want to wait 10 games here. That's not the case at all. Uh, and, and you certainly want to get some results to, to help build, uh, you know, whether it's the confidence or the swagger that we need here. Um, but, uh, but that said, you know, I, I remember the very, very, very specifically, uh, you know, a point where the players really started to believe in the game that we are capable of playing. And, uh, and obviously that's our challenge right now. We have to, on a daily basis, show them what that looks like. And then we have to find a way to, uh, to believe in it and go and play it for 60 minutes. It's all about more making changes, you know, making improvements. Mm -hmm. I guess my question is, is how do you do that in the short term with no practice time or yeah. on a trip? You know, you might be able to make those improvements in a week or so, but by then you may have four more losses. Yeah, uh, you know, I think what it comes down to is we just have to, and I know this is very cliche, obviously it's an easy thing to say, um, it's really, really difficult not to get wrapped up in the big picture right now. <clears throat> if we're, um, you know, if we're, if we're sitting here and we're, we're looking at, uh, you know, the losses that are piling up and, and the streak that we're on right now and all the stuff that's happened, then we're really not looking at what's ahead of us. And, uh, and obviously that affects your preparation that affects you while you're in the moment. So we have to find a way, um, you know, to take advantage of each day that we have right now. There's a challenging couple of days uh, that we have coming up, obviously, three games in four days, uh, we got to get our rest and we got to get focused on that next one. Uh, you know, it, it, as difficult as it is, you have to find a way to push that stuff behind you and get focused on that next one. And, and, and obviously we need guys to bring their A games. Again, Mike Yo using the term about their game and describing it as safe. I thought that was a very accurate word. And I'm sure it's one that he will repeat to the team before their game on Friday against the Vegas Golden Knights. We can't be safe. You cannot play in the NHL safe and expect to come out with a good result. Team lacks confidence. It played safe. Can't do that. Won't succeed. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening to this episode of Flyers Daily. We'll bring you a day of game edition uh, tomorrow on Friday as the Flyers will play the Vegas Golden Knights. In the meantime, try and enjoy your Thursday, and we'll talk to you on tomorrow's brand new Flyers Daily.